0: La 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 la. La, la 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 la. Hi and welcome to First Graft. My name is Heidi James, and this is the podcast in which um, I talk to you guys about writing and creation and the ups and downs of it. The Wanting to kill yourself with a spoon because you're so fed up with your brain, and the exultant highs where you feel like you're lacking in oxygen and freaking out with joy. Um, when it's all going really well, how are you? What are you up to? Let's catch up. Tell me what's going on in your life. Are you working? Are you writing? What are you creating? Um, Actually, it will be good to get a tiny bit of uh, feedback from you guys. I'm thinking about widening this um, podcast and talking to people who are creating other things, not just writers. Um, So photographers, artists, architects, scientists, people who have to, you know, create and be open to failure and you know all the things that we talk about like experimentation and play and all of that stuff so what do you reckon would that be interesting would you like to hear that i just think sometimes talking to other creatives in regardless of what field can be really inspiring i was chatting to a friend of mine who's a filmmaker and he has some really insightful and thoughtful Comments and ideas, and was talking about how he works, and it was really helpful. So I was thinking maybe we widen this out a little bit, because you must be sick of listening to me. um Yeah, so let me know what you think on Twitter at Heidi Pearl James, or on Instagram, or on First Graft Facebook page. Just drop me a line. Let me know what you reckon. Um, I did record. I had a fantastic conversation with Ronan Hessian. Um, Whose book Leonard and Hungry Paul comes out very soon in March, with um, my publisher Blue Moose, and the um, my recording was terrible. We were chatting um, on FaceTime, and it was just it just wasn't good enough. So I will not put you through trying to listen to that because it's just yeah you can't hear him properly and he had so many interesting and insightful things to say it was a real joy actually to chat with Ronan um so what I'm gonna do is when he's over here promoting the book um I will hopefully catch up with him and record him in person so it'll be much better quality and I will be able to share it with you and it will um won't be a pain and a strain on your ears so yeah sorry about that and sorry Ronan thank you for your time if you're listening he was it was really so special so I will catch up and do that okay so what have I been reading what have I been doing what I've been up to um I have been reading Union Street by Pat Barker which is a rereading I've read it many times before or not many I've read it a couple of times before but I'm rereading it um for research really um uh, because I have finished the first draft of section one of the first voice <clears throat> that is in that is part of Sound Mirror so I'm about to start on the second one which is Pearl and she's moved through time more dramatically and speaking of time I have also made a decision, I don't know if you guys remember a couple of chapters back of the podcast, I talked about time and trying to make decisions about how I'm going to structure this and so everything is in the present tense, so to sort of chime with that theory B about time, which is that all time is happening together um, and that we just aren't able to perceive it, so... That's what I'm working with at the moment. But remember, it's still the first draft, so still playing, playing, playing. But I'm pretty happy with that, actually, and I, I sent it to a beta reader. I'm nicking that word from the kids. I mean, I just would call it a trusted reader, but... Um, a dear writer friend of mine called Lindsay Parnell and you should check out her work it's extraordinary she's got some short stories out there on on the web but also a beautiful novel which is just incredible um, I sent her my this sort of first draft and she sent some really lovely comments back and obviously things to work on but really really helpful so that's always really lovely and is kind of food isn't it in a way like fuel to keep going because it can get really difficult out there um so yeah i'm reading the pat barker sort of to feed into the second section um and i've just received moth light by adam Scoville, um which is published by influx and i'm really excited to read that so that's going to be next on my list of my ever-growing to-be-read pile because I've got stuff I need to read for work as well as reading for pleasure for teaching anyway Mm -hmm. I'm not complaining about having books to read it's an absolute joy but um yeah so feeding into all of this actually though before I share with you this some of this first section that I've completed this rough draft of um I just wanted to talk about sort of keeping yourself whole and safe and well with social media and all that. Now, I know this is a bit of a cheesy one and everyone's talking about it, but I do think when you're someone who's creative, it can be really difficult. And Sharon Diggle talked about it a bit last on the last chapter, where she said, you know, it can be really difficult seeing how well other writers are doing on Twitter and um, Instagram and everything. And it really can, Um, and I've had a little instance of that where someone, very sweet, friend of mine, very nice person, just said, oh hey, I've got, you know, I've heard back from this particular publisher that we've both submitted work to, and have you, and I hadn't, and it was just, it was a bit of a killer, and of course that's all about ego, and you know, why the fuck should I have heard back, maybe what I sent wasn't good enough, or maybe it's just not for them, or whatever, it doesn't matter, but it did fuck with my head and my mood for a bit. And of course, you sort of see even just not even sort of triumphant declarations on Twitter, but everyone's looks really witty and bright and breezy and incredible. And it can be a downer when you're not feeling resilient and strong. So you're not alone if you're feeling that. We all feel that. Just bear in mind all the lovely things and all the great positive feedback you get. And all of your achievements. And do you know what? Actually, even fuck all that. Because if you're writing because you love it, then we should be writing because we love it. Not because of, you know, responses to it. That is not how you measure success, I don't think. It's it's absurd. Not everyone can have that kind of success. And that's not even down to whether or not your writing is beautiful and wondrous. It can be whether, you know, the timing is right or whether... You know, you've know, got to please the right person. You have to have the timing and the luck to get your book in front of the right person who takes it and spreads the word. You know, I've read some stuff that's really hyped recently and I have not understood why. I've not liked it at all. In fact, I think it's Emperor's New Clothes. Um, and I'm not going to name names of things because I think that's mean and I understand work's gone on there and all of that stuff. But, you know, and I've read other things that haven't been had all that hype and the big machine behind it and they've been exquisite and glorious and funny and really profound so try not to get caught up in all that crap because it does rob all the joy it's a thief of your stability um look at cats instead read books write your own um Keep your head safe, keep your head together, because it can be a real fucking roller coaster ride, as we all know. Um, so, yeah, so that was that. I don't want to kind of belabor the point, but yeah, that was something that was really paying on my mind like how we keep our shit together um, in these weird times where you're comparing yourself to everyone out there. So, yeah. That's that. And I will be back with Ronan. And I am going to get other writers from my... Outside of my own sort of publishing stable. I guess it it's kind of confidence as well. Building up confidence to ask people. So if you're a writer and you'd like to come on and chat to me about your process and what you're writing. And the ups and downs and the um, process of mining your subject. Drop me a line. Come on. I would love for you to come. I'll make you lunch. Uh treat you real nice and yeah it'll be fun but let me know because I'm too nervous to ask people I'm shy believe it or not the little wallflower who's feels like she just doesn't belong which is why also I think Twitter really shit scares the shit out of me someone once said to me that if you think of social media as as a whole as a big party Twitter is the sitting room where everyone's there who's confident and they're all just like talking at each other Instagram and stuff are the kitchen where you're talking to a smaller group and it's kind of sweet and actually really all you want to do is pet pet the dog, that's me, I'm the kitchen dweller I'm the person who sits in a corner and doesn't want to move because I hate small talk right, okay Moving on. I like that little drum roll there. I uh, I feel like I uh, want a little drum roll actually, getting through this. I, I've just written this whole section. Okay, first draft, but you know, a, a chunk of words folks a chunk of words in under a month. Um, So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Hence choosing a drum roll. Alright, so I want to read some of it to you just because um, firstly it proves my point that a first draft isn't perfect and secondly it kind of feels good to be sharing it already. Um, So if you have any feedback, thoughts, it's always good to hear them. Don't be too mean though because... The mood I'm in at the moment, I'll come right back at you. Um, Okay, so. This is the voice, or this is the point of view of Tamara. This is Tamara's story. She can feel her feet, her hands, her buttocks. She feels herself in contact with the world, with the seat, the steering wheel, the pedals. She can feel her face. She's breathing. She swallows, gulps. But she feels like she's hovering on the periphery, waiting to be absorbed, accepted into her own body. Our body. It's doubling, splitting, dying, morphing, mutating. Her mother says, when you have a baby, when you give life, you kill yourself. Remember that. She's ten and has asked if the hard lumps growing under her nipples are cancer. She is not sure that if that means she's dying too, as she has killed her mother. The lumps grow bigger. Then she bleeds. Her mother says, don't cry or I'll give you something to cry for. Then hands her a pack of sanitary towels. Her body fails her, embarrassing, shameful. Be careful not to be a slut, her mother adds. And then next section. A deep bass line rolls through her, dancing her, moving her, delirium, Beats alter her metabolism, her heart rate, her breath. Dancing, longitudinal compressions merge with the MDMA, the disco biscuit she took earlier, and now every nerve alive, the beat throbbing in her bones, her hollows, her blood. In contact with all the molecules of the universe, she moves at one, with gravity, the moon, a celestial being for a few hours. The already fragile membrane containing herself dissolves. Someone smiles at her, offers her a drink from their water bottle. Everyone smiles at everyone. Her body pulses and settles. Even her liver feels joyous. It's no wonder she doesn't like sex that much. So narrow and singular in comparison. So irritating and banal. This is communion. what do you reckon I'm pretty pleased with it actually it's going really well and it's all seeming to slot into place at the moment but you know you guys all know what that feels like it feels great and then a week later you hate it and you want to scrunch it up and burn it I'll resist that impulse but in fact I had a sort of one of those wobbles I was feeling really good about it and then I was listening to another podcast a really great podcast actually called literary friction that I've recommended before and that I think really great um and it was an episode with Olivia Lang, and she sort of said something about, "Oh, those no- all these novels been written, written in fragments, you know, I don't like a lot of them, or something." And this is being written in fragments, but not because. And she's like, oh, it's "Because it's uh, like it's a fad or something." And it's like, "Is it that bypassed me?" And it's being written in fragments because it's about trauma, and trauma, traumatized memories are fragmented and um so it's not a trick and that made me wobble for a bit and think oh god and then do you know what No, it's one person's opinion to which she's entitled and i'm sure she's right in some ways but you know i have to not give in to those um lapses in confidence because otherwise and this is true of all of us you end up writing a novel that's a mishmash of other people's wants and desires you have to stay true to what you're doing and know the form you've chosen and your subject is worthwhile otherwise no one will create anything so i'm going to try and get someone else on for an interview let me know if you would like to come on let me know if you have any suggestions for interviews um i'll be back very soon i'm just going away for a little bit i've got a little trip and i'm going to be back to writing so these are going to be slightly shorter and and um condensed because i am doing the work which was pretty great to be honest and so I'll be back in a couple of weeks or so but get in touch let me know what you're doing what you're reading what you're thinking what you're feeling what the hell is going on tell me about your writing tell me if there's anyone you think I should get on let me know if you want to come on and chat to me and until then ta-ta for now oh one thing Lindy Parnell's book is called Dogwood it's amazing read it If you like this podcast, share it, rate it, review it on iTunes, etc. You can get this on Spotify and all of those usual things. I've done this myself. Record, produce, edit, mix, the whole deal. Um, So I just want to thank the wonderful Joe Dunbar for the music he recorded for the podcast. And of course, thanks again to Lindsay Parnell for being such a fantastic reader and support i love you you're great anyway have a wonderful weekend and write your fucking ass off create my friends speak soon